Uh, we were wrapped up in ourselves this morning, weren't we, Paul? That was slick <laughs> as usual. <laughs> we were just having a chat off air about stuff as you do. <laughs> and um, I just said, as she said, what did she say? Yours worldwide. <laughs> this is FSN. I said, I ain't got it switched. I ain't got it like that. <laughs> Can you do me one more for small favour? What's that? Can you just turn my headphones down a bit? Are you ears, blowing your head off? My ears are bleeding. That's, that's better. better. Oh, Should we better. start again? No, no, no. Let's no? Keep, let's keep going. All right, then. Let's do it, man. <laughs> let's do it. So, it's the Saturday, the 23rd of August today. It's four minutes past eight and 14 seconds plus 40 by the time you listen to this. Oh, yeah. 40 yeah. delay. Depends on your old uh, quality of your broadband. <laughs> I, I'll Which, be here, hearing it next Wednesday, then. Yeah, you will, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and I won't ever be hearing it, ever. <laughs> So what have you been doing this week, Paul? Well, I had a week off this Ooh. week uh, to look after the children. So that means really, I've had a good week actually, but I've been running them around to various places and various friends over. And we had a couple of hours in Tewkesbury looking around and a coffee and yeah, it's good. Mm. It's going to be a bit of a shock back at work after three weeks off. Three weeks off. I've had three weeks off. I know. <laughs> this will be my fourth week next week. You're a different man. I am. You're my st- name's Bernard. You're stress-free. I am stress-free. Well, not stress-free. Everyone has a little bit of stress. It's good to have a bit of stress. You've been but ca- it's different stress. You've been catching up with all your chores, haven't you? Oh, blimey, have I? Loads of stuff. And I've just oh. seen your breakfast as well. I had breakfast this morning. Yeah. I never had bre- I had boiled egg. And you do it yourself? Oh, yeah. What do you mean, yeah? <laughs> I'm soldiers. I like out of bed. So it was home-cooked. It was home-grown eggs. Brilliant. Home-grown uh, bread. You made the bread? Yeah, and the butter. Oh, get you. No, I didn't really. Get I made you. the bread in the week, though. Did you yeah, not see I my saw, picture of my saw loaf? that, yeah. It was a weird loaf. I know. I was hoping there might have been a bit in the studio. Had a funny haircut. When I came over on Wednesday, but all I found was a dog poo. Is that, was, yeah, yes, you did, didn't you? <laughs> on the floor. A plastic one, I will add. That was Emily's idea to put it in. Here. It was uh, Karen's was it? idea, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Go and put it in the studio. No, she, she said. <laughs> so Emily sort of said, let's go and put it in the studio, Dad. And then she said, uh, he's coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Did we you not see her running around it? No, we no, we arrived early and caught you in the act. Oh, of, so good is it of leave, leaving said plastic dog poo for us? We got lots coming up today. We've got um, some news around Banksy. That's banging on again. A bit of a tardis yeah. toilet. Yeah, <laughs> Air- do one of them. Do you like a do one? I'm always <laughs> aircraft to be given human-like skin. Gloucester docks transformed for Alice film, and you were a well, casualty of that this morning. I, I believe. thought I was going to be late. I've never seen that big river canal thingy swing bridge. Is it a swing bridge or does it rotate around? I don't know. Which or one? It lift up. The one by you get to the end of Coal Avenue, that. You know the one. Um, Coal Avenue? Oh, I don't know. This what, the canal one? Yeah, it must be a canal one. Oh, no, that's that's always open. Yeah, there's a. Is it? Yeah, they'll be going past here soon. Not they very probably far. will. You'll actually see them. So if you are in, um, if you're in sort of Quesley Hardwick. Then why don't you go and have a look at the uh, tall ships? Were they going in or out of the canal? No, it's coming out. So I'd, so they will be coming down so here. So I got caught by the red light and the bridge was open and I could just see the mast. It was a big queue of traffic and I thought, oh, what's going on here? Because yeah. it's, ne- it's normally quiet at that time of the morning. That's the tiredness, uh, quietness of it, isn't it? Yeah, Even. absolutely. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about a man jail for filming Fast and Furious in the cinema. I find that uh, Get interesting. That. Get that. Um, global warming and monkey madness, which mm. is uh, something close to yourself. It is. Um, we've also got music from the charts today, uh, and more importantly, in fact, I might not bother with the charts today, the charts of 1978, 18th of March, that was, that was a good, I tell yeah. you what, when you look at the songs in there, Wuthering Heights was number one, Denise Denise was number two, Take a Chance on Me was number three. Good stuff. Come Back My Love by Darts was number four. Oh, I can't remember that one goes. Wishing on a Star was number five by Ro- Royce, Ro- Rose Royce. Yeah, yeah, remember uh, that one. Baker Street, Jerry oh, Rafferty. Jerry. Number six. I Can't Stand the Rain. 
by Eruption featuring uh, Precious Wilson. So I wouldn't know who that was by, but I know the song. Yeah, Staying Alive was number eight. Number nine was Mr. Blue Sky. Oh. And number ten was Matchstalk Men and Matchstalk Cats and Dogs. By Brian and Michael or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I was going to say right. Burke and Jerk in the background. Right, okay. But that's what we're going to go with now. We're going to play that, and we're back after this on 7 Number 10 from the 18th of March, 1978. Put your trombone down, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's not a trombone, so... It painted Salford smoke it up Some cardboard boxes from the shops And parts of coats where I used to play I'm sure he once walked down our street Cos he painted kids who had out on the feet The clothes he wore had all seen better days But Lowry didn't care much anyway They said he just paints cats and dogs And matched up men in boots and clogs And Lowry said that's just the way they'll stay And he painted matched up men and matched up cats and dogs He painted kids on the corner of the street And bushes were wearing thin When London started calling him To come on down and wear the old flat cap They said tell us all about your ways And all about them sulphur days Is it true you're just an ordinary chap And he painted master Beside the greatest of them all And even the Mona Lisa takes a bow This tired old man with their like snow Told northern folk it's time to go The fever came and the good Lord mopped his brow And he left his master
Birgitta, jag sitter i Stockholm och det här är 7FM, den bästa frukostshowen i världen. And then he said I can't wear one that big because it's made of plastic. <laughs> oh, oh laugh. Simon and I used to do that sort of thing, you know. When, you? when the girls, whichever girlfriends we were with at the time, would go off to the toilets when you're in a pub, we'd yeah. inevitably start talking about other women. Yeah. And when they came back, oh, yeah. we'd always do the same thing. Yeah. He would always say, and then the pistons would go up and down, and you're all right then. Yeah. Yeah. He'd always say the same thing. <laughs> the pistons would go up and down. And then did he go, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. I wish Simon. I haven't seen him for ages. I've left him a couple of messages. not getting back to me. He don't like you, he said. We finished. He said you smell of irony. Over and over and done. Over indulgence. What's your t-shirt say today? Keep calm and... Oh, caravan. Yes. <laughs> and where, where's our man then? Because it's just the two of us, isn't it? If people have noticed. So she went on that YouTuber thingy. Oh, yeah. And then, um, and then now she's uh, gone on holiday. Has she? For two weeks, yeah. She's Selfish back. woman. She's a... Oh, and do you see Barry... Uh, tweeted it last night that he wasn't coming in today. Not yes. that I asked him. Anyway, well, I wondered because he had a he had a better offer from Claire Carter. Is that the BBC oh, lady? Really said something else then. Is that I'll the tell you what I really said after? Fair. Is that the BBC lady? Yeah, that yes. we, that You made me look up. Yeah. on Google. That's him. Let's find pictures of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that he's part of their breakfast show though. Can you imagine that? <laughs> 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 Hey, I can't believe you did that. Sorry, Buzz. <laughs> he won't be listening. No, he won't. He listens he, when he's on. He's on. He's on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, have you seen about this Charlton Banks, you think? Yeah, it's a bit of a saga. I've been oh, going for ages, isn't it? It's a, it's, a, it's a saga now, Dave. Oh, Dave, it's a saga. Uh, uh, you didn't watch the League of Gentlemen. Okay, Dave. Okay. Stupid voice. Uh, Charlton Banksy mural to cost twenty six thousand to restore. A graffiti damaged mural in Cheltenham by street arty- artist Banksy can be restored at a cost of around twenty six thousand pounds. A professional art conservator, conservator. Is that how you no, say conservator? It? Conservator. Conservatory. Yes. The Spy Booth artwork, which depicts three spies snooping on a telephone box, appeared in Hewlett Road in April. It was badly damaged with spray paint earlier this month. I wonder if Banksy did that. You never know, do you? He could have <laughs> done it. Back. I date it. Robin Barton from London Bank Robber Gallery. Hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who asked Tom Organ to address uh, excess, assess the damage, said the six weeks project would return, uh, return it to its former glory. But Mr Barton said... It had been established beyond doubt that the mural could be successfully restored whilst keeping the structural integrity of the crate. I would hope so, of the great yeah. listed building intact. Well, that's handy then, isn't it? Yeah, we're not going to wreck the house when we restore this bit of art sprayed on it. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to leave it with a wafer thin wall. <laughs> uh, Mr. Barton <laughs> added that Roger Wilson, the man who claims to own, who claims to claims own, the, to own house, the house, I, I'm, well, should we get in claim to own that? Yeah, I'm going to claim it. Agreed to cover the cost of the restoration in full. Oh, he must be loaded. Well, hang on, though. Because you I couldn't afford to pay that. No, he was trying to sell, wasn't he? Was he trying to sell it? Yeah. And I thought I saw a picture recently with a big hole in the wall, because they'd removed it. No, that's actually part of the uh, photo, the picture, in it? It's like a big crack around it. I thought they'd... I thought... Oh, I don't know. What's going on What do you know, Paul? I don't know anything. I know nothing. I know nothing. Um, So, it's still there. It's still on the wall. I knew it got sprayed over. But someone's just going to come and spray over it again, aren't they? Yeah. Do you think... I, I hope they didn't realise it was me. I got fed up of reading about it. <clears throat> yeah, it's a bit boring now, isn't it? 
Yeah. What's um, this ice bucket challenge thing you're going on about? Uh, what is it? Because I yes. hear that Carol Vorderman might be doing one at Gloucester Airport today. I don't how, know true that is. How can you not know about I, the ice bucket challenge? Well, I live in my own bubble now, don't I? It's all over the place, all over the web, all over social networking. What do you have to do? Well, you, you tip an ice, you have a bucket full of iced water tipped over your head. So it's in aid of the ALS, which, oh, don't ask me what I it's done. motor neurons. Yes, so it's a thing that Stephen Hawking's suffers from. It's in aid of that. I think in the UK it goes to Macmillan Cancer. Um, yeah, I think you just tip a bucket of water and then you nominate a couple of other people when you have it done. Mm. So I thought we could have had a 7FM one done, but we could. something a bit more, yeah, not just boring bucket of water, something a bit more extravagant. What about, um, what about sheep dung? Uh, as long as there's ice with it, I suppose that's fine. Well, we got sheep dung, we got lots of sheep dung, and yeah. a sheep. Well, you can tip a frozen sheep on my head. <laughs> that, that would kill you, I think. That should catch you on. Yeah. So my, my, my sister had it done and then filmed it. Because uh, you, you put it on your, you know, YouTube or on your social and do, network. And do you give anyone any money? Or do you yeah, you money? have to donate to Macmillan Cancer uh, £3 or something. And if you don't do it, once you've been challenged, you have to be supposed to donate more. Oh. So I was nominated. I, I mean, well, you, lo- so you're going to have to do it then? Well, I will have to do it, yeah. But lo- loads of people have been doing it. Oh, loads of, you know, Beckham and all sorts of... H- how do you celebs- prove it's ice cold water? Has it got to have ice in it? Yeah, I think you can... Because you could go and get it. some out of our pool. That's ice cold. Yeah, I was going to boil a kettle, um, put some plastic ice cubes in it, <laughs> so, it looks, so it's nice and warm. So you end up with third degree burns. And then scream in a sort of girly way. Ah, that's good. I like the girly scream. So I thought we could have done a 7FM one, but it's not, it would have been better if man was here. Yeah, could have done. You look much better in a wet t-shirt than we, you and I will. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know about you. I mean, you, you look quite nice in a wet t-shirt. <laughs> mate, to be honest, if I'm really honest, if you want to get in contact today, don't bother. Oh no, it's not fair. Well, how would they get in contact? Well, they'd message me on Facebook. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> what the only listener we have? Karen. Karen. No, Newman. she's not was listening. Lennon. She's listening. Yeah, she's messaged me. What she said? Uh, just to say, back to my usual Saturday routine listening to you guys on the radio good morning she's lovely karen she is lovely i can't believe she does what you say she does i know she does it all the time (sighs) normally on saturday night well she has too much wine oh really i better start that again because i'm gonna get snotty messages from her saying i called her an alcoholic last time oh yeah you did didn't you she's not only to her face though not never behind her back no no i I just graffitied that on places if you do want to get in contact you can email studio at 7fm.com you can uh, tweet us at 7FM. You can get onto Facebook, as Paulie Boy said, and that's 7FM. Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, facebook.com slash 7FM. Uh, if you do want to message us uh, on your telephonic access device from the mobile nature type thing, then you can uh, email. Uh, no, you can SMS us, <laughs> or you can MMS us, or you can iMessage us to 0773 629 That's 07773 See, I'm already getting into trouble now. What she said. <laughs> she hates you. Well, I'll read it exactly word for word. Don't start. It wasn't an alcoholic. Uh, what was pro- it? I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. She means what? I... I don't know. What, she's probably been on the wine this morning. Uh, well, you said she was she an alcoholic. She starts really early in the morning. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> probably had a bottle or two at point now. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <clears throat> uh, you're being very rude, Paul. I know. You are being very rude to her, to be honest. You made me do it. I did make you do it. Well, it's because I wanted to be able to use this as a bit of a, a sort of um, a link, really. Um, rude and a bit of magic is what we're going to play now, actually. Yay. Back after this on 7FM, and then it's going to be uh, an advertisement. Thank you. Put on my best suit, got in my car, like a jet, all the way to you, knocked on your door. 
Jumping on the number 24 bus. This is my commute for the next three months. A walk. To work with villagers in Tanzania building a clean water supply. I'm an international citizen service volunteer. ICS is government funded and teams up 18 to 25 year olds with volunteers in 26 countries to help fight poverty. You don't need cash or qualifications. Just the motivation to make a difference. Change your world. Apply online at volunteericS.org. <laughs> I just want to talk about this Haribo Star Mix Sweeties. I like their hearts because they make me feel loved. And and also I like the rings. And the gold bears. Because it looks like it's a ring when they go swimming so they don't drown. Then look, you can make a big, big sandwich. advertise on 7fm email us at radio at 7fm.com
You're back with us on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show, me and Paulie Boy. Paulie Boy. And me. You know you say I'm always a potty mouth. Oh, yes, I do. Can like. I talk about toilets? You can, like, yes. Because apparently a TARDIS toilet has appeared. We all... We, well, <laughs> I was going to do one of them, weren't I, for the studio? You were, actually. Yeah. They, someone's beaten you to it. Oh. I'll just go and pinch this one. Yeah. So a TARDIS toilet this appeared on the Bristol to Bath cycle path. Oh, yeah. <laughs> alongside a cafe... This is good. Uh, with a Victorian-style bathroom inside. Uh, the replica of Doctor Who's time-travelling machine was bought by the owners of Warmley's Waiting Room Cafe. They have spent the past few months turning it into the Hulu. Uh, good, that's what they did. Yeah, I did, yeah. Complete with the flashing lights and TARDIS sound effects. Owner Justin Hoggins said it's got everything you need, a toilet, sink, hot and cold water and a hand dryer. He said he was a big fan of the television show, a new series of which starts on BBC One this Saturday, starring Peter Capaldi as the Doctor. Whoa. Mr Hoggins said, This is a replica TARDIS made by a carpenter in York. We've got a doorbell we can press in the cafe that makes the sound go off. So we do it when someone's having their photograph taken outside, which is quite often. There you go. Wow. That's good. That must have cost him a bit of money to have a replica TARDIS made. Yeah, I looked at one. I, I could have picked one out for about 1,200 quid, the actual TARDIS, and then just I was going to just put a toilet in it. That would be funny. I was going to put a camping toilet in it. What happened to your Dalek project? You were going to buy a Dalek. Dalek.com. Yeah, yeah, that got delayed. That got put into uh, put on hold. Is um, that because the MD of Clarkers.com? Uh, Clarkers.com uh, decided... Also known as Mrs. Clarkers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mrs. Clarkers. Decided the project wasn't viable. She said it was not acceptable, <laughs> and the business benefits and the return on investment was actually <laughs> less than 0.4%. Hang on, what price can she put on a smile on your face? Exactly. Come around here with her big mouth. I don't know why she... Yeah, I'm going to divorce her. Because, you know, you have a miserable life living with her all the time. It's hard work. I don't know how you put up with it. I don't know how you put it. Talking of... um, Talking of... uh, No, not talking of anything, actually. The Brigitte's just emailed in. Uh, She said, hi all, WB Baz. What's that mean? WB Baz. WB Baz. Uh, Is that where's Baz? Because I'm not happy with that, Brigitte, if that's what that means. No. She wouldn't say that, would no, she? No, she wouldn't care She wouldn't him. say that, would she? She not care. Would she say that? She said he's nothing to her. He's nothing. He's dead to her. He's dead to her, is what she <laughs> said. I don't know what WB Buzz is. What is does it, that mean, Brigitte? Is Brigitte? it Stricket from, from Min Stricket from Min uh, uh, Today we are making scones. Or is it scones? Oh, scones. Now, I wonder it? what they say. Uh, well, they obviously don't say scones or scones in Swedish, do they? But I have no idea what the Swedish word for scones is. I wonder what Big Eater would say, scones or scones. And she's doing that while listening to you all. Ah. Sunny greetings from Stockholm, Big Eater. Hey. P.S. Tell Paul oh, I think he's horrible and I go. hate him. Here we go. Oh, Big Eater, that's here not nice, go. is it? <laughs> I, but I, and I like, I like Baz more. And I like Baz, but I love you, Andy. <laughs> she wouldn't have said that because we, we played uh, I even played a special backing track for her on Wednesday. What did you play? Uh, it was a Norwegian band. Oh, uh, Frunk... Th- uh, what was it, Begita? Stonkferner or something like that. Stonkferner. <laughs> That's there. Sounds like it could be, doesn't it? I have all their records. <laughs> Stonkferner. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, their support band, Blinkety Blonk. Oh, I like the Blinkety Blonk, definitely. <laughs> Come on, on <coughs> Megita. Uh, is it sunny? It's obviously sunny in Stockholm then. Yeah. It looks quite sunny out here, actually. Well, not that I can see out here. It looks sunny. It was sunny when I came. It is sunny. That's why I've got my shorts on. I can see through the studio window and that I've bit painted. Chilly. Are you a bit cold in here? Well, no, it's all right. What are we on? 23 degrees. Are you sure? Yeah, I shouldn't have worn shorts. You didn't. What are those two <laughs> things sticking out? <laughs> 
Oh, that's the door under behind you. Yeah, I was going to say they're very nice. Should I get them on? When to, what time's a webcam and gun? Do I need to do this? A webcam? Oh, oh do I don't know. It might, it might get fixed tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's broken. It is definitely broken, Vegeta. Yeah, she complained. I think. See, I, I think it's the port number has changed its port number. Uh, I wonder if that's what it was. You know, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> um, so anyway, we were talking. Uh, we were playing music from 1978 and playing music from this year, which is uh, 2014. Yeah. See, I still know that. Do you know, uh, it's only 16 weeks till Christmas, isn't oh, it? Something like that. Man, that's crazy. I was in the octo with Dan yesterday. Dan! <laughs> Dan! Um, I don't know. I don't think you should go any further with this story. Well, no, he's, he's totally heterosexual. Is he? Uh, but you're not. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're like brothers, aren't we? We really are like brothers, yeah. Um, and he, basically, he went, this is it, isn't it? Summer's over now, isn't it? That's oh. it. It's the summer's over. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Dan! 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 <laughs> I said. I hope it's not over. Well, it might be. But something to cheer us up, then, this was from 1978, well, it's from a lot, so it's all not just from then, but um, the 18th of March, it was at number, what number was it at? Uh, three or four. Number three. This is for Begita, by the way. The Scone Makers.
Seven FM Radio. Oh, it is Seven FM Radio. So then the pistons went up and down. Uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> it come off in my hand. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Oh, Who'd dear, have thought dear, dear, it? Dear, dear, dear. That's it then. <laughs> Should we go home now? <laughs> yeah. Let's just turn everything off. We haven't done it really. <laughs> we wouldn't. We couldn't do it. That'd be sacrilege. They people would. would be coming in. The, the the people would be rebelling against the government. Be getting letters of complaints. Yes. Speaking of which, have you seen Cara recently? Uh, I haven't. She's not been very well though. I, no she way. She has made contact with me. What's wrong with her? Um, uh, amongst other things, she's. Um, Can you say on air? Not really. Oh, oh what you mean? What's wrong with her at the moment? Oh, I see. Yeah. No, she's. No, I do. <laughs> she's. Um, she's had a. I think a cold. Oh, nothing serious. Is it a cold or she's been very run down, though? Because she was going to come in last weekend. Oh. But when she knew you were coming, she said... I, 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 no, I she wants... Do you want to ask me if I wanted to go for a run? Join, join her for a run? That's, crack, that's a crack on. Is that how it starts? That's how it starts, mate. Do you think that's her flame? If that ain't flirting, I, my name's not Hamish McButtocks. Yeah, but she's about a foot taller than me. Do you think she likes short men? Only in height, though. Yeah. Dudley didn't Moore didn't do him any harm, did he? No, he didn't. He, like, he, yeah, all he used to remind me of um, um, <laughs> Hitler. I used to remind you of Dudley Moore. No. Oh. I didn't say that. I thought that's where you were going with no, that. No, I know I did, but I just wanted to make you feel good oh. and then stamp on your heart. I feel good about being... I can think of worse people to be compared to. What, Hitler? <laughs> no, Dudley Moore. I didn't say Dudley Moore. Where are you getting this Dudley Moore from? Hang on a minute. Listen to the listen again, what I actually said. You really genuinely didn't mention Dudley Moore? No, I, I mentioned him. Oh. And uh, then, um, then I said, but you remind me of um, Hitler. Oh, I see. I see what you did now. I couldn't think. I mean, he's not a guy that I want to talk about on the radio. No. Um, and I shouldn't have mentioned him, but it was the first name that I thought of that would stamp on you. I'm not being very quick today, man. It's because it's late night and... Um, drank two bottles of wine. had a bad week and drank my homemade <clears> wine, <throat> which has gone off a bit. You haven't had a bad week. No, I haven't I, really. Oh, yeah. But we've had similar experiences this week, haven't we? Yeah, both made homeless, yeah. redundant, divorced. Yeah. Well, I'm not married. But, no. Um, no, nor am I, no. And uh, had a plane fell on my head. It's terrible when that happens, isn't it? Hate it. Did you see that thing I put on Facebook about this misnomer? Not misnomer. What's Is it? She? Yeah, Is it misnomer when you don't... When, you something, when somebody says something's true and it's not. No, I didn't read that. I normally look at all your Facebook <clears throat> posts. So, uh, Cutler Karen's friends put on... Uh, Facebook, um, we've deleted our messenger app because of this. And when you oh, look, that. and when you look on it, there's this Fox Twenty Nine company. Yeah, uh, I think it's Fox, and um, bizarrely, yeah, and they put this uh, little piece out where it says that they can take control of your fo- your your camera, can take control of your contacts. It's real dangerous. It's really poor what they've done because that's not the case. You know, you can give access to, um, especially on an iPhone, you can give access to. Um, the microphone if you want to speak to somebody over yeah. Messenger you can give access to the camera yeah. if you want to take a photo over Messenger um, and one of my friends put on there yes and it, it, a part of your phone actually allows access to the microphone and speaker um, when you do that thing called a voice call he said it's amazing <laughs> Um, so so it, these, <clears throat> some of these apps can't work without access. They need them. Yeah, and the thing is, the Android, the way the Android app does it, um, is it, it asks you up front, do, w- will you allow yeah, this, will you allow that, because that's the way the Android yeah. app policy works. With um, Apple, it's different. It, as- it allows you to go in and remove it. it when you go to use um. it, it, it asks you if you want to. So it l- gives you the impression that it wants to do that. Okay. Um, so, of course, the first thing Karen did, was, and, and I did, was we uninstalled it, um, the, the, the app, and then I went to investigate a bit more and actually found it's rubbish. 
Yeah, it is rubbish, but you can't... It won't let you do it without it, will it? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can go in and turn off all the, the access to it, especially on the... Well, you can on the Yeah, iPhone. but I mean, you can't message on Facebook without the Facebook. You can, can do you? it from the Facebook on the web to the Facebook on the phone, and I it allowed me to reply... But yesterday it didn't. Well, a pain. You sent me a message and I couldn't reply to it. Ah, because it's I don't installed it. Chat heads thing that pops up, which yeah. is really annoying. And then you've got to drag it down. Well, that's gone yeah. now. So that, that oh. that's gone on mine. Okay, I wonder why you didn't answer me. <clears throat> yeah, that was the only reason. It wasn't. Yeah. I didn't like you. Oh, that's right. Not I was lot. worried about that. Well, I can imagine you didn't sleep. I didn't. No, okay. no. Um, and the fact you didn't lock the door neither. Oh yeah, that that was your fault. No, it was not. Because you latched it. Doesn't matter. I never do that. Doesn't matter. That's when I turned the key. I thought. Well, you have to latch it when you come in. Otherwise, people, if anybody wants to come in after you, they yeah. No, I don't. I always leave it locked. Ah, right. Okay. Which is probably a bit silly because if there was a fire, if your house caught fire, well, if the lights went off in here, uh, yeah, I'd be able to get out there, wouldn't I, if I was inside? Yeah, you'd have to find the door. I'd use my phone as a light. Okay. Well, the thing is, these wouldn't go off anyway. Oh, yeah, because of UPS. Ah, so me. we decided I'm safe to latch it then. I always latch it. I, I, yeah, you can do it. It stops people coming in. Yeah. Like me. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> That's, That's what you do. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, just going back to the Messenger app thing, I, um, uh, I I found a PC Advisor thing. They were saying, if you want to laugh, watch this video from Fox 29. Okay. And it's scaremongering. So I've reinstalled it anyway now. And I'm using okay. It. So you'll answer me now. Yeah. yeah Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, true story. Shall we play an advert break and then play a song? Where really? 1978. What, an ad from 1978? Go on, yeah. then, which one? Uh, it's the, the Monday, no, the uh, uh, Ambassador. Which the, one? The Austin Ambassador. Oh. Or Princess, <laughs> as it was called before. We had one of those. Did you? We they had, were called a wedge in the we trade. We had the first one ever in Gloucestershire. Well, we didn't. My grandparents bought it. Really? Because they were invited to the launch of it at whatever it was, British Leyland. Really? And they went, I like that, I love that. And they bought it. Did they? Yeah. What, that one? or? Yeah, that one. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. How fantastic. <laughs> Hydroelastic suspension. Hydroelastic suspension. Yeah, well, the Mini had that as well. And In fact, all of British Leylands had it. So the Maxi, the Mini, the Austin 1300, 1100, they all had hydroelastic suspension. And it used to flash a little red light at you if you didn't have your seatbelt done that, which was really unusual <sighs> in those days because seatbelts weren't compulsory. Do you remember the Maestro that used to talk to you? Oh, vaguely. Well, no, I don't know if that was that or the drugs I was taking at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. It was your imaginary passenger you had called Brian. seatbelt unlocked. Please fasten seatbelt. Yes. The Maestro. God, when you look at the technology in a car now. Oh, I mean, that was a gimmick, wasn't it? And it had it a digital was. had a digital readout, didn't it? Speedo. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I think Did you so. have one? No. So did the uh, Astra. Astra SRI. Oh, blimey. That one that was a rounded one. That had a digital speed. It okay. yellow as well. So, we, as I said, on Wednesday we were talking about your first ever car, because you were the first person I knew to have a car. Ilman Imp. Ilman Imp. Steering wheel. Yeah, I was talking. I told you, well, I said it on air. Did you? That you would be sitting in the passenger seat, and then suddenly this steering wheel would appear in front of you, and you'd say, you can drive. And take it <laughs> off and give it. The thing uh, is, that my dad had... Um, he'd, oh, you're all right. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't have time to do the... He'd adjusted the camber on the on the front wheels so they had negative camber. And what does um, that mean? The the way the wheels go in or out. Oh, like so. If you had, I think it was negative when they go out and positive when they no positive when they go out, negative when they come in. Why why did you do that? <clears throat> because if you have positive camber like that, the wheels like that, and they basically just drive in a straight line. Okay, so you could take the steering wheel off and it would drive in a straight line. <laughs> so I remember doing it down Ockercote Road. <laughs> 
I'm saying to you, giving it to you, and you saw a freak out in the back. Oh, I'm not surprised. You've been steering wheel on my car when we were driving along a main road. I can't believe I'm telling you this, because I would imagine it's illegal, and it's probably I'm going to get arrested now. No, not not in those days it wasn't illegal to unscrew. I bet you, if you look, you can scour the highway code, there won't be anything that says that it's against the law to unscrew your steering wheel and give it to your passenger. Do you think it's going to be there now? Uh, No. up who likes box sets unless you're driving of course then hands back on the wheel i mean what's not to like about box sets exactly and the neat trick is there are masses of them bundled together inside your little black sky plus box waiting for you to go Ooh, boardwalk empire isn't that the scary gangster one everyone's raving about i really want to watch that well you can every episode from the very first one box sets of the latest and greatest shows ready when you are Sky. Believe in better. Requires broadband. Minimum recommended speed, 2 megabytes per second, and self-setup. Selection of shows available vary each month. Further terms apply. Change for Life is all about how we can make changes to live healthier lives. Like just being a bit more active every day. Leaving the bus a stop early and walking the rest of the way. Or taking the stairs rather than the lift. All make a difference. Getting the heart working helps reduce our chance of a stroke or heart disease. For more ideas to get going every day, search online for Change for Life now. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
you like that? I like that. It's nice, isn't it? It takes me back. Takes you back to what? Uh, 1978. <laughs> uh, do you know what number that was? In 1978 on the 18th of March? Uh, seven. Six. Ooh. You're getting good, aren't you? Yeah, that's because you read them all out earlier on. Uh, I remember. True. Did that it ever was... get to number one, that one? I'm not sure. It might have done. Well, I get know. on that. You could do. It wouldn't hurt you, would it? No. I haven't got my tablet. I brought my tablet in. I haven't switched it on. But I you want to take my, it now? On my phone. <laughs> yeah. Take it now. You'll feel a lot better well, if you do. Stop me twitching. Well, it might do. It might do. Uh, Baker Street, as in the tube station. Have I mean, you so? Have you been to the docks to see anything about this Alice thing? No, I haven't. Unfortunately. Okay. Oh, sorry. Phones up. So, Gloucester Docks transformed for the Alice film. Gloucester Docks has been converted into a film set for the sequel to Alice in Wonderland. Five tall ships have arrived over the past week. One of them went past and blocked Paul Alcock from getting into the <laughs> 7FM studios this morning. How dare they? Mm. And it's from Ter- Tim Burton's new film, Alice Through the Looking Glass. The film stars Johnny Depp, Anne Hathaway and Helena... Oh, Helena Bonham Carter. I used to have yeah. a thing for her. She had a thing for you. She did. Julian Hyam went for a look round the new set. There's something in the air. The hint of a voyage. Maybe a journey of discovery into a world of curious imaginings that were all dreamt up a very long time ago. Yes, this is Gloucester Docks, but redressed, recast, to reflect the world of Tim Burton's take on Lewis Carroll. Of course, it is all suggestion, just smoke and mirrors, but fascinating, even the set draws something of a crowd. Well, it seems that absolutely everybody here has got a camera, and if you listen very, very carefully, you can hear people whispering the name Johnny Depp. Whispering, maybe, but... I'm not sure that anybody's actually seen him yet. How many stars have you seen? None. None. <laughs> <laughs> seen a few extras, but we think anyway, so we're not Lots sure. Lots of pirates, as the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Good for the docks. <laughs> you won't see very much in the fog. Hmm? You won't see very much. Well, if, we spin the cam- if we spin the camera around, we can have a look at what you can see from, from here. There you go, so where's Johnny Depp in all of that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it doesn't really matter whether he's here or not. Disney and their big production is. And that's good business for a city that is promoting itself and its locations. I think it has some absolutely amazing historical properties. The cathedral uh, is one, and obviously you've got the history of Harry Potter filming there. But also around the docks, uh, there's absolutely amazing unspoiled areas, and that's what makes filming here so, so useful. It helps them to reduce all of the costs of filming. So if you're going to an area where there's no satellite dishes, no television aerials, none of those modern accoutrements that that mean that production is much harder, it makes it so much easier and so much cheaper for them as well. And that's the bottom line, really. And the better the bottom line... Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. Sorry about that, Dave. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, I mean... It's, uh, it's it was really cool going up there actually on Monday and we had a look around. Um, we didn't know they were filming. We just went up to oh, have just a walk around the, yeah the docks and um, there was I mean it was just it was a film set. There was so many 
trucks there and the food, the catering companies that were there. There were more catering companies than anything else. Oh, my word. Anyone recognise you? No, 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 no. Well, I had a I had a, a turban on and glasses. Ah, uh, okay. Because you, I, I thought knowing you, you'd end up in the background as one of the scenes. Well, I did try that. <laughs> in your Gloucester rugby shirt, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I did have my Gloucester rugby <laughs> shirt on, actually. <laughs> but one thing I thought was weird, were they had these lights and they must have been the equivalent of sunlight. They were so... Really? Bright. They were square... Yeah. Um, and you just couldn't look at them. And they were—they had them on cranes, and they were lowering them down. Loads of blue screens there as well. Loads oh of blue screens, God. big screens that. Are Why do they? Blue. What were they doing? Uh, they were talking. The blue screens were. <laughs> they were just being there. They just went out for a coffee. Yeah, they weren't really doing much, to be honest. Okay, mm, true story. Because green screens mean they can project whatever they want in the back. No, that's the old. Is get, it not? get with the past? Oh blimey! It's blue screens now. Is that oh they're the blue screens of the new green? Yeah, because I think green had problems. Okay. Some cameras had a problem. Green right. screen, it's blue screen. Now. You know so much, mate. So many useless things. <laughs> <I do. laughs> it's very true, actually, Paul. It's very true. Um, it's good. True. You're probably very good to have um, triple pursuit person in your team. So going back to work Monday down the docks. What time are you going to be getting up? Well, Monday's bank holidays. Yeah, it? Tuesday. Oh, I don't know. Half past six. Yeah. Well, you have that sick feeling Rose. going in all yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. See, I won't. It'll ruin my Monday. Yeah. Knowing I've got to go back to work on Tuesday. I was listening to Steve Wright on the way home from Bristol, funnily enough. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Just had to drop my laptop back and uh, and everything, which is nice. And on the way... B- oh, by the way, I got caught in that blooming... Um, oh, yeah. Well, crash. I, yeah, I had to meet the guy at 10 o'clock, and I'm on the motorway at 10 to 10, thinking, this ain't going anywhere. And then we went past it, and I thought it was a lorry upside down with the window had come out. There was, like, loads of cars had stopped and loads of lorries, and I thought that was a bit strange. Anyway, and there were loads of ambulances coming out. When I got into, uh, into Bristol, it, somebody told me it was a coach. Yeah, it uh, overturned. Yeah. Nobody, well, there no. were some injuries, but nobody... <clears throat> yeah, really five fair. people, one child and four adults hurt, and the driver was in hospital, I think, mm. which, is, which is tragic. You don't want to crash a coach full of children, do you? We don't want to crash anything, really. But. I don't know how he did it, because if you imagine, it looked like, I mean, this isn't what he did, but this is just to ha- let you know how um, the coach, where it was facing... If you'd have driven down the M5, stopped, reversed backwards, and then reversed it power, uh, sort of 90 degrees to the motorway into the ditch, and then rolled onto your roof, I just couldn't work out how it got into that position. And Weird. Did, and did you also see that the uh, the little train at Longleat crashed? Did it? Yeah. Did Came it really? The <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I know, I've got to be careful, because I'm not, wasn't loud, no one was injured or anything. It was just people a bit shaken up, but... Someone had filmed it on their mobile phone. They're obviously filming their little kid. And if you had heard the commentary of this father, you'd think that it was a 300-mile-an-hour train which had flown off the track. It's this little thing that goes along about two miles an hour. And he said something like, and then the carriage was thrown sideways. They weren't. They just kind of trundled off the track <laughs> and fell over. We're we on the tracks? No, no, we're off. We're off. We're and then off. he was saying things like, yeah, well, we left the station. It's not a station. It's a miniature train. Yes, I mean, just get, up, get with it. Get it right. Am I yeah. getting old when you want to write and complain about things like that? I think, well, I don't know. I think you are. And then he said, my son was sitting opposite on a seat on his own and he was thrown about. Oh. And the camera footage, the kid, he just kind of slipped off his seat forward. It wasn't, I mean, it was probably horrible for them. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I wouldn't no. encourage people to go out and have a crash yeah. train, but it just didn't look as bad as he was saying. As he was making out. There you go. I'll stop ranting. I, I was, I digressed, didn't I? I can't remember what I was saying about it. I ended up going down to Bristol to give my laptop back, and I can't oh, yeah. remember. What was it? What? Coach crash? No, yeah, but what? Stuck in a motorway? Yeah, but there was some... Hairy faces on women? No. Um, 
I don't know. I was talking about something, and then we digressed, and then you digressed me, and then I digressed Just back rewind. To... Just press rewind a bit. Oh, and go let's back. have a listen. the devil. It's 8.55 now. Did you know that? Nearly. Uh, it's coming up to 8.55. It is 8.55. It is. This second now. No, this minute, even. And 40 seconds, if you're listening. Yes, yes. Uh, we should probably play a song from, um, well, do you know what? Let's play another one from 1978, shall we? Yeah. So, this one is Mr. Blue Sky, which is a fantastic song. Great song. This was uh, in the charts in 1978, and it was number nine oh, on right. the 18th Jerry March. Baker got to number three, by the way. Jerry Baker? His, uh, Jerry Baker. <laughs> Jerry Rafferty in Baker Street. Oh, okay. And his brother, Jerry Baker. Jer- his brother, Jerry Baker. Reached number three. Okay. Well, this was. Um, thanks for that. This is. Uh, this is. <laughs> this is ELA. We'll be back after this. Uh, we're going to do back to back from Elton John. It's uh, three minutes past nine when the news finishes. This a is Paulie song. Boy and Clark goes back. A song. After this. Always interrupting me all the time.
across Gloucester and around the world. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7 FM. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much, I miss my wife. It's lonely. Out in space on such a timeless flight.
We could have sung along with that end bit, couldn't we? We, we could have done that. From the 1950s today's we've got it all on 7FM. It does sound like a 19 sort of 50s song, doesn't it? You can see him dancing around a diner, can't you? American <laughs> diner. <laughs> I was never a big fan of Elton John's music. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I think he's fantastic. Apart from Candle in the Wind is a good song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back to Black. Did he? What? No, that wasn't him, was it? <laughs> Save me Yeah, what about Back to Black to Black? No, Back Black. What back thought? to Black. Back, back to Black. What's the ACD one? Backing Black. Oh, Backing Black. The first album they released after Bon Scott died. That's right. I went round that term place. I went to that term little cafe where that was written, wasn't it? I don't know. Did you? Yeah, I did, didn't it? <laughs> what do you mean? That they wrote the album? No, that she wrote the lyrics to Back in Black, yeah. Who are we on about now? Bon Scott? No, uh, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Maureen, I thought uh, you gave me a tenner. I'm trying. Getting rather busy down here. I try having a job to keep up this That's all right, I don't know what I'm on about. Lack of sleep, Nick. Oh, it's the lack of sleepness of it all. Did you see, because you do this all the time, don't you? Illegally film stuff in cinemas. Oh, yeah, I'm always doing and it. And then sell it to people. Yeah on a pirated DVD with a proper label that you printed off. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a man has been jailed for 33 months after recording Fast and Furious 6 from the back of a cinema in Walsall. What a Burke. Yeah. No, not Burke's. Walsall. Oh, okay. A judge in Wolverhampton ruled that Philip Danks, 25, uploaded the movie, which was downloaded 700,000 times. Uh, the Federation Against Copyright Theft, which is called Fact, I like that, claimed this meant millions of pounds lost. How would that work out? Lost for the film's distributors, uh, Universal Pictures. Another man, Michael Bell, was also sentenced for a community order for 120 hours unpaid work. Bell, the former boyfriend of Dank's sister, had played a part in uploading material, the court ruled. As well as putting the film on the internet, Dank's offered to sell copies of the film using his Facebook profile. That was silly. Oh, what an idiot. Yeah. God, I mean, IPR theft is, is an interesting one, isn't it? Because intellectual property, people don't... A lot of people don't actually... They just see it. They just see it as their right to, yeah, to rip people game. off. Yeah, and it's not really. You know, if you you spend money to create something, yeah, a thought or whatever it is, a film or, it, but it's, it's like, yours. It's like downloading music. People don't. They just, as you say, think it's kind of all right. They don't realise it is stealing something, even though is. you can't sort of touch it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I kind of understand why people get cheated off with it, but that's you know. I, I, years and years and years ago, someone I was watching a film that was one of these things that someone had filmed or something, and it's I don't know why people bother doing it because it must be crap quality. You must have mm. people getting up and walking about in front of the camera. Oh, and stuff. I know. Oh, why would you do it? I don't know. Des- well, and this guy was trying to make some money. And probably serves him right, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. You, you know what time it is? Uh, it's 9.14. Yeah, and that means it's time for Bass and Tell. Yay! So we're going to listen to Bass and Tell now. Their word today is fruit. Fruit. All right, Tell. Bass. <laughs> so the word this week... Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. all right. Um, the word this week <coughs> from uh, Clarkey is Clarkey. fruit. Fruit? Fruit. That's a healthy word. Well, it can be, yeah. or not. So you could have... There's fruit, as in the stuff what you eat. That you eat, yeah. And then there's fruity... Like what you just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. quite fruity. Or... Not tasty. 
No, no. but sometimes Reasonably it can dense. be tasty, can't it? So sometimes mm. you can say someone's a bit, oh, they're being a bit fruity. Oh, yeah. What's that yeah. mean, bit. Yeah, why is it called fruity? Because it's fruity. sweet. Do you reckon sweet? It's sweet and... Um, what does it mean when someone's being a bit fruity? It means they've been a bit like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. A bit like yeah. that. Um, yeah. It could mean a lot, actually, being a bit fruity. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not really words you want to say. It's sort of words your mum and dad might say. Is it? No, it's not. No. It? They wouldn't say My mum and dad wouldn't say, oh, he's been no. a bit fruity. <laughs> My dad might. But he's, yeah, he would yeah. tell me now. No, he wouldn't, no, yeah. no, no, no. If he did, you'd be a bit worried. I'd be scared yeah. if he did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I actually do quite like fruit. Yeah, I know you do. You, I like bananas. You have, you have many pounds of it on your desk. I have every many day. pounds of fruit on my desk. How many fruits have you had today? Today I've had banana, yeah. uh, some raspberries, some blueberries, and, and some mango. Four. How many is that then? Four. Four. How many have I had? None. No, because for breakfast you had. Oh, your tomato. Oh, the tomato. That's is that a fruit? fruit? Yeah, yeah. You had tomato. A whole tomato. Yeah, it's it was, fried yeah. tomato though. No, it's, it was grilled. It wasn't fried. Right, grilled. Oh, Looks a bit greasy. Bit fruit. It was a bit greasy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have fruit. I had two poached egg, hash browns, tomato. Yeah. Yogurt. Oh, fruit underneath the yogurt. Mango. Oh, yeah, you had yeah. two fruits then. Yeah, and granola, is that fruit? No. What about poached eggs? That's fruit, isn't it? Well, that's it's fruit, fruit it? It's fruit with the chicken. It's chicken. Well, it fruit. is when you think about it. Yeah. Because, like, when someone, you know, the fruit of, of somebody's womb, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. And it's a baby, it's like basically, it's, well, we know what it is, don't yeah. we? An egg. It's nice. I liked it because it was quite wet. It's just inside. an unfertilised egg of a chicken. Yeah. It's, it's nice. But, what about at lunch? Did we have fruit? Did you have fruit at lunch? No, I never had yes, fruit. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, I did have some tomatoes and peppers. Also, also. And cucumber. Yeah. Also, lime, and lime in, in the, the drink. drink. And you had lemon on your... On my salad. ...doodah. Yeah. On your salad. Yeah. What did I have? I didn't have... Oh, I had tomatoes in me bum. Hello. I did. You, <laughs> I you did. Can, you, can get, you can get some treatment for that. I, I, I don't like the treatment. I prefer to have it in a bun with a spike through it. Oh, right, because you can get them laser removed. Yeah, you can get them laser removed. Mm. So or you can get ointment to rub on them if they're too much. What I reckon, right, is what's our favourite fruit? What's your favourite fruit? Bananas. Mm. But, but I'm a bit particular about bananas. I don't like <coughs> them very, very ripe, and I don't like them green. Just there's a just a there's 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 a there's a tipping point with a banana. There's a little bit in between that actually is perfect. Do you buy, when you buy bananas down your supermarché? Mm. Do you buy them green or ready go? I buy them ready go, bordering on not quite ready go. Right, so um, for the ones that green ready to. go, green ready go, green green ready go. Green, 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 ready go. Green, yeah. Oh, so we haven't thought of. Song. No, I thought about that as oh, well. Crikey. Crikey, we're going to have to think of a song as we're doing about this, mate. Yeah. Fruit song. That's not good. All right. My favourite fruit, I reckon, is... That's what I do like, if they're good, nectarine. Yeah, but... That's a bald peach, isn't it? It is a bald peach. Yeah. That's what makes me laugh it's about it. It's a skinny peach. Yeah. It's a bit like Clarky's head. Yeah. He's bald, isn't he? Yeah, but sometimes they're a bit hard, nectarines, and I probably like Clarky's head. Yeah, but also what we haven't done is we haven't said hello to Mandy. Say hello to Mandy. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Mandy. We do need to say hello to Cl- um, uh, Monkey Boy. He's on holiday. We'll say hello, Monkey Boy, Holiday Boy. In case he's listening. In case he's listening. Yeah. He might listen. Where's he gone, anyway? Don't know. Has he gone sun? Don't know. Beer? Don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Has he gone with famine? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Large. Uh, yeah, large. Yeah, OK. All right, so nectarine banana, hazelnut sultana. Yeah, fruit and fibre. Fruit and fibre. What, um, what else do we talk about fruit? I tell you what I like about fruit. I like when you go down a market mm. and you get the 
the old fruit mm. stall, mm. like a proper mm. one with all the nice fresh stuff on there. What when they go two pound a pan, yeah. two pound a pan, yeah. get your sauce. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do it a bit like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Pound, pound of strawberries. Yeah, two pound a pound. Yeah, two pound a pound. Yeah, but those strawberries you get are not like, they're not. Oh, they, the thing about strawberry is, it's all promise and no, it just Actually, doesn't stra- deliver, does strawberries it? Strawberries are a bit. They all promise, a... they smell lovely and they look gorgeous and they just don't deliver. But this year I did get some strawberries that were absolutely out of this world. What were they? Strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were like pink coloured strawberries. I thought I had strawberries yesterday. Yeah. Only a little bit, mind, very little bit. A little bit of dairy milk chocolate that had a strawberry bit inside. Yeah, large. You didn't tell me you had that. No, because when I was going home, I rang, I rang up my lovely wife and said, yeah. all right, how's it going? Yeah. She said, good, 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 I want some chocolate. So I bought, I didn't just buy a little bar of chocolate, I bought two great big yeah. whopping bars of chocolate from Smith's. One of them had strawberry stuff inside. Was it one of those Willy Wonka ones? No, it wasn't a Willy Wonka. Oh. No, it was dairy milk, normal dairy milk, strawberry... Strawberries and cream, it was called. Ooh, that's no, it's nice. nice. No, it was I, nice. See, I don't like my chocolate. I, but I do, although Out I do like, I do like. Do you remember the raspberry ripples she used to get? Chopped up chocolate, and it was like raspberry coconut inside. Don't oh, remember. they were lovely. I'm sure they were called raspberry ripples. Really? Yeah, and I like. Mm. I see. I do like the. I do like the fruity chocolate. So things like what fruit and nut? Well, who doesn't like fruit? fruit whole nut. nut? What about whole nut? Whole nut. Whole nut is all right. But do you like it out of the fridge? Nut, Mm, oh, no, I like, I like it room the temperature. Out the fridge, just right. Out the fridge, cup of tea, it melts in your mouth. Massive. Yeah, that would be. Honestly, it's or, good. Or dunk it in tea. Dunking's dangerous because it can you can lose it. No point looking at the time. Well, we've got to finish. Yeah, but we've only done six minutes twenty-seven seconds. Yeah, but, but we don't enough. know what song we're going to do. Well, we've got to pick a song oh, now. Blimey. We could have everyone's a fruit and nut case. No, no, I don't want that one. We it's could have the candy man, What's even that? though that's not really fruit. The sweets, isn't it? Yeah. Think of a fruit song. Let's keep thinking of a fruit song. We can't. Um, oh, I don't know one. Bad banana splits. Yes. Banana splits. Yeah, Which go one? for it. Which Just a banana splits song. Banana thing sh- splits song. Yeah. Clarky, Mandy, Monkey Boy, if you're back, you've got to find a banana splits song. Whoever they were. They were quite cool, though, weren't they? They were cool, but you know what? <coughs> there's four of them, isn't there? And there's four of, my, of our kids, like me and my three brothers, and we were all each one of them. And what one which? were you? Why are you looking like that? Because you know which one I I don't was. know. What was it? Smash I banana? Was, uh, no, banana. I was the one that was the elephant, the pink elephant <laughs> thing. I think it was called Snorkel or something like that. Oh, yeah, and they drove about in those buggies, didn't yeah. they? Oh, massive. I used to like watching Banana Splits. Yeah, yeah. Clarky, find a Banana Split song, mate. I can't even say it. Mandy might be able to find a Banana Split song. Yeah, cause she's, yeah because oh, she's... Oh, Mandy's great. Yeah, she's great. Have you had... Has she poked you on Facebook this week? No, I haven't been oh. poked this week by anyone. Mand, what's the matter? <laughs> 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 Clarky, you might have to bleak that bit out. That was going to be a bit rude again. <laughs> fruity. That was going to be fruity. All right, Clarky, banana split it. Large it. Take it fruity style, man. Later. <laughs>
uh, we're back on the Assemble Breakfast Show. Good stuff. They're uh, good. That was funny. Yeah, Helen, yeah. Tellen, Basin, Tellen, whatever. Tess and Bal. She's got the rudest laugh in the world. She's got a smutty laugh. That's good. But she needs to know, bananas, I think... Are not a fruit. They are fruit, I think. But they have about eight teaspoons of sugar in a banana, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Fructose. Well, it's obviously fruit, yeah, natural sugar, but it's, um... Is that bad? Well, just saying. <laughs> just saying. You're not, not, are you saying not to eat them? Well, I'm just saying if you, you want to be healthy. I mean, they're not unhealthy, but they've got a lot of sugar in them. That's the amount of it. Yeah. So, the banana splits has a special <laughs> memory. This is going to be so boring for anybody other than me. Yeah. So, I always used to, on a, it was on a Saturday morning, wasn't it, the banana splits? Yeah, and followed by the, uh, was it, the Arabian Nights? Well, that was part of it, wasn't it? Yeah. The Arabian Nights. Size of a rhinoceros. Turned into a banana. Yeah. Um, I've lost it. Sorry. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, yes. So, we we used to have the same lunch on a Saturday every single week. What was it? Right. kid? Sausages. Mashed potato, baked beans. Oh. So it became known as the banana splits dinner. Oh, wow. That was so. My mum would say, What do you want me to say with banana splits? So if you ask my children now, what's the banana splits? So when I cook them sausages, mashed potatoes, baked beans, we call it the banana splits. Really? So even now. Fantastic. So there you go. I tell you, it wasn't very interesting for anybody else. No. So we had, oh yeah, look, it's all here. It had um, a Danger Island, was in it. That's right. Micro Ventures, I don't remember that. Arabian Nights and the Three Musketeers. That's right. What followed it? Uh, oh dear! On a Saturday, grandstands probably. No, nope. was it? No. Nope. Was it a sports program? Uh, nope. It was, well, it was either before or after. Anyway. Oh well, come on! If you're going to get it right, yeah. I don't know. What did follow it? You don't uh, know. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to find oh, no. it. I'm going to find it. I got the I got the um uh, the characters. Uh, Fleagle. It was a beagle. Bingo, the gorilla, Drooper, it was a lion, and Snorky, or he was called Snork in the song, song lyrics, was an that's elephant. Even, that's right. So I don't know why Helen was being an elephant. Have a listen to this. Go on then. This, it, when it starts. It's a theme tune. It is. Well, I, I, well I'm not looking. Double Deckers? Was it? You've been on board. Oh, classic. Watch um, watch the watch the thing. I had a terrible crush. What on that terrible? Play? No, 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 no. On was her name Tiger? Oh, the little girl. Oh, absolutely terrible crush. <laughs> well, I was blooming ten or twelve. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Don't make me sound wrong. I didn't say a word. Just but I did. Face. I can remember it. it. Used to come up at the end, and I used to feel sick when I used to look at her. Oh. Oh God! She winked at you then. <laughs> wasn't it? She looked like a girl I was going out with called Catherine Hines. Oh, wasn't there some famous? Didn't they go on to do some famous stuff? Some uh, of the actors in there. Well, Meryl Meryl Street? Hayes. No, Meryl Hayes was. Um, he went to do it on Avotman, didn't he? Was uh, he in it? Yeah, he was in. He was in it. He was the the conductor or the bloke who used to do all the cleaning up or whatever. But some of the child actors went on to do some other stuff, didn't they? Oh, I Famous. don't know. Did they? See if you can find out about that immediately. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, let's play another song. Okay. Let's play a song from this, uh, well, this week's charts. Good. This is uh, Cheryl, or is she called Cheryl Cole? I'm not sure. Yeah. Or Whatever she's called. Cheryl, no, she's dead to me since she's, she's um, married to someone else, isn't she? This, she? Yeah, apparently. That's what I heard. Ashley My neighbour, I think. So this one is number nine in today's charts. Um... 
and we're going to play it now on 7FM. If sat, it doesn't work. So there's obviously something wrong with it. So that's not good. Uh, let's play another one. Let's oh, play. <laughs> I've, I've got all the double-deckers. Where are they now as well? I'll well, do you, that you can do that after. Yeah. Let's do a bit of George, uh, Ezra and Budapest instead. My house in Budapest, my, my hidden treasure chest. Golden grand piano, my beauty focus me on oh, you. I'd leave it all. My acres of a land I've achieved. It may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it all. Oh, for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it all. The list goes on If you just say the words I'll up and run on to you Ooh, you Ooh, I'd leave it all Oh, to you Ooh, ooh, I'd leave it all Give me one good reason Why I should never make a change So much if you take my hand, but for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd lose it all. Oh, for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd lose it all. Give me one good reason why I should never make a change. My hidden treasure chest, golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo. You, ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it all. Oh, for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it all. Well, yeah, this is the trip down memory lane. That was. Then. We started so, um. I didn't realise Peter Firth was in it. So, so Peter yeah, Firth he plays Scooper. 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 And, of course, he plays Spook, so was Harry Pierce, didn't Yeah, he? that's Spooks. right, yeah. And most, a couple of the others have gone on to have film careers, but then we're saying Brinsley Ford, who played Spring, was in Aswad. The yeah. 
Um, and then we were just saying, so one of the characters was called Donut. Oh. I don't reckon they'd be allowed to do that name. No, that's terrible, isn't it? What, what, that was, why was he called Donut? Because he was big. He ate a lot of donuts. Oh. Uh, he was a theoretical physicist. Very responsible job, apparently, in the Department of Health. Oh, and he died... Oh, he died of a massive heart attack Aww. in 2011, March. Uh, yeah, Peter Firth, he said about it. Brinsley Ford, Michael Audrison, who played a character called Brains. He went on to do some other f- films. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Gillian uh, Bailey played a girl called Billy. She went on to do some TV. And your childhood crush, Debbie Russ, who played Tiger. She's yeah. in marketing. And then there were two more. Bruce Clark, who played a character called Sticks. Uh, he's alive and well and living in the US. And then Melvin Hayes was the guy you were on about, who yeah. was in an ain't yeah. ain't a Hotman. That's right. Who played their adult friend, That's it says right. here. I said they probably wouldn't be allowed to do that now, would they? You, what, have an adult friend? Yeah, a gang of kids playing on a bus with, with the one adult who yeah. liked to hang around with them. Yeah, it wouldn't be allowed, would it? <laughs> it just wouldn't be allowed. Not anymore. I know. It was, a, it was an innocent age, wasn't it? Where oh, yeah. Early, oh, yeah. Well, everything was okay. Yeah. And there was no stress. No. There we go. No. Uh, so... Uh, global warming, apparently. Yeah, it's uh, on a slowdown. Oh, you dare? Uh, Good. You wouldn't think so. Well, you would think so because it's blooming cold. Of course, that's got nothing to do with the actual uh, my, global warming. My all, grumpy friend that I went on holiday <clears> with <throat> said that global warming is a load of rubbish, and he won't. He uh, can't argue against that. He can't argue against. No, it. you can't. I can't. I try when, and say, get him in here. I know. <laughs> get him in here. And let's have a chat to the bloke. Uh, and solar power and wind power is all rubbish. Should be <sighs> nuclear. That's, that's a fact as well. well I you know, I that. don't really want to have a nuclear processing <laughs> device, a plant on my premises, really. No, he thinks it's better. I, I hope that's he doesn't listen. <laughs> well, if he does. Uh, up yours, mate. What's his name again? <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. Okay, Steve, Steve. isn't it? Steve. <laughs> the hiatus in the rise in global temperatures could last for another ten years, according to new research. Scientists have struggled to explain the so-called pause that began in 1999. Despite ever-increasing levels of CO2 in the atmosphere, the latest they say, uh, and the theory is, that a naturally occurring 30-year cycle in the Atlantic Ocean is behind the slowdown. The, re- the researchers say this slow-moving current could continue to divi- divi- God, what's that with me? divert heat into the deep seas for another decade. Hmm. Are they saying it's not a problem, then? Will the seas cope with that? Or I don't know, because, I mean, the, um, the, what would the fish do? What would they do? What would the fish do? They'd get Doctor warm. Get warm fish. They would, but when you see these global warming sites, well, not sites, one of my, I've caught it now, <laughs> inability to speak disease. We've caught Clarkisms. Yeah. If you look at satellite images, the ice caps are tiny compared to what they used to be. That's the size of them. I know, but that, are they saying that's, and if the seas are warming up, it's not, I don't know, is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Well, I don't think it's a good thing, is it? Well, no, it can't well, be. Global warming is not a good thing. Well, no, it can't be. Because, I mean, it's a cycle, though, isn't it? I mean, there is a cycle. You know, there's the ice age. And then the ice age melts, and everything yeah. goes back to normal. And then there's another ice age, and it melts. That's we've been doing it for years, hasn't it? But the climate change argument is that we're putting CO two and we're artificially increasing the temperature of the Earth. And even yesterday, when they were saying about this, there were some really bad mudslides, wasn't there, in Japan? Mm. And they were saying that they're just going to get worse because of the weather and because of the change in the climate. But I don't know. The trouble is, you read one thing one day, and you read one thing something different the next day and who do you believe well I believe you me. know some people would say bananas got too much sugar and you shouldn't eat them because you get big and uh, other people would say get in there son what would they yeah get in there have your bananas I'm have starting you... to sound like them though you are get you in there son crazy get in your bananas <clears throat> have you seen the um, article on the back of this piece of paper 
<laughs> I I, monkey madness. Do you want to have a read of the first bit? Yeah. Above the gun. Above. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit worried. There's a picture of a, a gun on Shooter. this. So, oh, it's a bit too bright now. It's see-through, and it's in blue. So the British newspaper archive is a treasure trove of outlandish tales from the Victorian press. Author Jeremy Clay tells the story of a monkey that went on a drunken rampage. The place was a mess. Shards of broken glass were strewn across the counter and the floor. Bottles were broken. Mirrors were smashed. Chairs were scattered. Tables were upended. Sounds like a normal sort of uh, day (laughs) in the practice of rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) If there was one small consolation for the newly toothless owner of Riley's Hotel, as he swept up the debris in the wrecked bar, it was this. The instigator of the brawl had been captured and led away. He was in a cell now, or a cage, one of the two. It all began, as these things so often do, with a drink. One drink which led to another, then more besides. Each one generously given by a genial customer. Each one eagerly slurped by the monkey chained to the bar. <laughs> Happens all the time in my local. Yeah. But after four cocktails... What cocktail <clears throat> would a monkey drink? Then there you go. Think about that one I'm talking. I don't know. Uh, the Coney Island Jack and Apes. Is that the type of... Um, Jack and Uppies? Jack and Apes? Anyway, started to mislay its manners. It demanded yet more booze. When its benefactor refused, it seized a whiskey bottle and knocked him senseless to the floor. The monkey then stood back at the back of the bar and pelted everyone with bottles and glasses. This is a monkey face rehearsal. It is, yeah. Uh, Reported the Manchester Evening News in September 1899. The proprietor tried to quit and quiet even the beast, but received a bottle of her mouth in the face (laughs) and had some of his front teeth knocked out. The monkey smashed all the mirrors and every bottle of liqueur liqueur it could find. Liquor. Okay. (laughs) At last, the police... No, it said liqueurs. Liqueurs. It was looking for liqueurs. Bailey's. um, (laughs) Tia Maria was another one it smashed. At last, the police arrived after after taking a startling moment or two to seize upon to size up the scene. They hit on a solution and lassoed the creature. Calm returned to Riley's. Whether the cantankerous monkey ever did is uh, ever did this is another matter altogether. Uh, Jeremy Clay is the author of *The Burglar Caught by a Skeleton* and other singular tales from the Victorian press. Brilliant. It's quite novel, that though, isn't it? To be That's fair, amazing. The monkey smashing. You could just imagine. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, a true story, by the way. Planet what? Planet of the Apes. Yeah, 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 that's true. Do you know that used to scare the pants off me? What was the name of the leader? Uh, a pansy. <laughs> no, it wasn't pansy. <laughs> no. I don't know where you got that from. It was Galen. Oh. <laughs> Not Gaylord, oh, that was a Dick Emery character, wasn't it? Let's play a nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> The Bee Gees and Staying Alive on 7FM.
Fantastic song. So, just completely randomly. So, yeah, Gaylord was Gaylan. No, yeah, but Gaylord oh. was a Dick Emery character. Was he? Yeah, he was the Bother Boy. Oh, that's remember the right. Bother Boy? And he, didn't he have a son? Yeah, he or did. Was it a brother? Yeah, oh, was it a brother? I don't know. Oh, it was Ardnet, wasn't he? Yeah. So again, just this is with Memory Lane today. This is some of these characters wouldn't be allowed now. No. Definitely. So there's the effeminate swinger who referred to everybody as honky tonk. Remember him? Honky tonk. Yeah. And he used oh, to go, oh, you tonk. are awful, but I, I like you. you. And then push yeah. him over. That's right. There you go. Anyway, what did you want to know about the Bee Gees? Well, what, what? So where did the name Bee Gees come from? Um, right. Oh, I should have prepared for this. Uh, it is from their. It's from Barry Gibb, isn't no, it? No, it's not. Uh, the Bee Gees, oh, da 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 da, formulation, da da da. Odessa Cucumber Castle and Breakup. I don't know. Um, I can't find that. So who's? So basically, they, it says here that the, they were introduced to a leading Brisbane radio DJ, Bill Gates. Not by that one. No, no, no. But another one by Speedy Speedway promoter and driver Bill Goody. Oh, another one. So, Bill Gates, BG, oh, yeah. and Bill Goody, or Good, with an E on the end, who had hired the brothers to entertain the crowd at the Redcliffe Speedway in 1960. Oh. Gates renamed them the BGs, as in B and a G, apostrophe S, later changed to BGs, B-E-E and G-E-E-S, after his, after his Goods and Barry Gibbs initials. Are they good? Then? That's what I said, isn't it? Well, no, but the three of them, so the th- two promoters and Barry Gibbs. Thus, the name was not specifically a reference to Brothers Gibb, despite popular belief. Oh, uh, yeah. And Paul Alcock, who was clearly yeah. wrong. I'm reading the same thing now. The family relocated to Crib Island, which was later demolished for Brisbane, Brisbane Airport. Were they Australian then? Um, I don't know. You've got the wiki. While there, were th- while there the brothers went to Northgate, st- Northgate sl- State School. So that is Australian. No, Manchester. Then. Manchester. They, oh, uh, right, okay. In 1955, Barry Gibb, along with his brothers Robin and Morris Gibb, moved back to their father, Hugh Gibb's hometown of Cholton-cum-Hardy, Manchester. Oh, they were born on the Isle of Man. Yeah, that's right. And they lived in Cholton, yeah, Manchester, until the late 50s. They had a skiffle rock and roll group called Then they moved to to Australia. There we go. Kenny Horrocks. That's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Rhymes with, um... Yeah. uh, Something else. Uh, Yeah. Do you know it's only in 14 minutes to go? Blimey. Dragged in it today a bit. Does it rhyme with... Rollocks? Yeah. Is that what you have on a boat? I think it might be. Speaking of... We need to find a word for <coughs> Buzz and Tell. Um, I thought of one. Potato. I thought of one when I was in the... Potato. Toilet. What about Spud? No. Potato. Why'd you have to change it? Why'd you have to come in here <laughs> and change... <laughs> um... 
Power mad? Control no. freak? <laughs> no, spadulica. Spadu- it's exotic. <laughs> they'll, they'll talk about spuds, won't they? Yeah. And pota- they'll get something rude into it, no doubt. Yeah, but, but I mean, but I thought potato was good because you can talk to, talk about where they came from. So, of okay. course, a London theme because they were invented, weren't they, by, um, by Sir Walter Raleigh. Oh, yeah, he brought them back, didn't he? He brought them back. They used to smoke them, didn't they? Yeah, smoke a potato. Yeah, well, we've all tried to give that up. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you've got those um, Westminster... Is it Westminster? No, King King Edward... Um, uh, the King Edward potato. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got um, that machine that makes them, the cooking hot potato thing. Yeah. <laughs> we've done it for them. I know. I know, a very... There was a... Oh, can I be bothered to tell the joke? No, it's too long, really, on is it. Is it? About the potato family and all the daughters are getting married. Go on. So they take it and telling their dad one at a time, see, I'm getting married to King Edward, uh, King Edward Potato. They said, that's brilliant, that's really good. And someone else is uh, marrying a Jersey Royal and they're, oh, that's great, all very high quality. And then the third daughter, potato daughter, says, um, I'm, uh, I'm going to marry um, David Coleman. And the family were up raw and the father said, you can't marry him, he's a commentator. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes, very good, mate. Very good. I like that. I I cut it very short. Time for a song. You got some trap wind there in your throat? (laughs) No, I can't have. (laughs) This is a bit of ZHU and Faded.
So, we were, <laughs> political incorrectness there. <laughs> we were just being stupid <laughs> off air and As silly. We well, you've got to do it, haven't you, Paul? One of these days, we'll, actually, you've got the big red light that shows we're on air, but we're going to get caught <laughs> talking about something we shouldn't. Me and Barry got caught once. Did you? Barry was slagging someone off. Really? Yeah. And the fader was up? Yeah. Through Did the he... music, but I, through the jingles, on the opening jingles. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think anything happened. Naughty boy. Yeah. Naughty, naughty. I'd send him a letter to... Tell him off. Complain. <laughs> ah, there we go. When, we we going to do the news in a minute? Or in a minute? Yeah, we can do. If you want. Let's do it, shall we? Yeah, why not? Should we do it? Yeah, because I've got my glasses on, ready to should read I it. I put my glasses on as well? Yeah, like a Make it look like we're a couple of brains out of yeah. Double Decker. Cut the fruits. <laughs> what? Actually, this is you typed this up quite well. I can see this without. Well, I made it big so that you can read it. Yeah, I, I can. Actually, I don't think I need. I don't. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Now you put them on. You'll need them. Yeah, I do now. That's weird. Okay, so uh, let's find the right music because I'll make sure I play the right one because that'd yeah. be just horrendous if I didn't. Anyway, um, so today, crackdown on UK jihadists and hospital parking cowboys in today's papers. <laughs> In the aftermath of journalist James Foley's murder by Islamic extremists in Iraq, the Daily Telegraph is one of a number of papers to focus on measures being taken against Britons who join the Islamist state militants. The paper says ASBOS may be used to silence extremist preachers operating within the UK. ASBOS, apologies. The Scotsman also leads on the issue, quoting the UK's independent review of anti-terrorism legislation. David Anderson, who has warned existing laws do not do enough to tackle the problem of Muslim uh, radicalisation. The Times former... I'm getting all this wrong today. The I Times corrected you. No, you haven't. I'm waiting for you to do it. That's no, no, no. I'm not do the it. Times takes forward the story about the hunt for Jihadi John, the British-accented IS f- fighter who was filmed apparently murdering Mr Folly. The paper says British police are posed to launch a series of raids am- amid aimed at... Establishing the identity of the masked extremists. The Independent leads on speculation that the UK and US may be prepared to form an alliance with Syrian dictator Bazar al-Assad in, in, combat, in combat IS forces, which control huge swaths of territory in both Syria and Iraq. The paper says the US, the US is already supplying Assad with covert intelligence. I've you know about Trevor McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> oh, what is wrong with me today? It's all over the place. Oh, you're fine. The Daily Mirror's front page accuses the Prime Minister of being complacent amid the crisis over developments in Iraq. The paper is one of many that picture David Cameron in surfing mode on the beach in Cornwall where he's holidaying. You've got the easy one. I know. The Daily Mail leads on new rules from the Department of Health, which will mean that hospitals must offer free or cut price parking to the seriously ill. Bank time too. The Mail says the move comes after a campaign by the paper. The Daily Express also leads with the story, claiming that the rethink came as a response to the Express's crusade on the issue. Interestingly, The Sun also claims the new regulations were a result of its campaign on NHS parking charges. And news from the Eurozone in the Financial Times, which says the European Central Bank is to soften its rules on government deficits after concern about high unemployment levels in some states using the currency. As is frequently the case, it's a Big Brother exclusive in the Daily Star. The paper says Kelly Maloney, the former boxing promoter, sorry, the boxing promoter formerly known as Frank Maloney, before her sex change, wants to change back to being a man. What's all that about? <laughs> he needs to make his blooming mind up. That's you, weird. You know who he is, don't you? Who? 
Well, Frank Maloney, so a big, big-time boxing promoter for many, many years... He's become a woman. ...decided and went public and just admitted he wants to be a woman. So he's on Celebrity Big Brother, which I haven't watched, but uh, he's now a woman, called Kelly. Does he look like um, he did? Yeah, um, well, I wouldn't have known... You, I wouldn't have picked him out in a picture. I don't know what he would have looked like, but, I mean, just you wouldn't... I don't think you'd kind of really think, God, that looks weird. I mean, it looks like... <laughs> Looks like a woman to me. <laughs> steady, steady. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not even going to continue. I'm not even going to try and dig myself out of the hole because it will get worse. So, and also on Celebrity Big Brother, I think is a very famous boxer who you would have known. Is it Audley Harrison or perhaps or somebody like that? So they've obviously set that up. The rest of the people on Celebrity Big Brother, I didn't have a clue who they were. So there you go. Should we be on it? We might get invited to it. <laughs> I don't think so. Not with my news reading ability today. <laughs> I don't feel well, actually. I do feel a bit weird. Do you? Yeah. Did you notice I didn't... I, I was really tempted to correct you on and I just bit my tongue. Yeah, it's very good of you to do that. Because it's the news, isn't it? And we have to be serious and get that spot on the news. Yeah, and I, right. I, I know. You, we do. It is important we get it spot on. Um, so if you could do your next bit now, that'd be great. What's the next bit? Well, your bit. There isn't, I've done all my bits oh, now. Well, let's play a song, shall we? Go out <laughs> with this. This, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. And this is, a, is it Chiesa? I don't know. Giant in my heart. I'm yeah. not sure how you say it. It might I'll be do. that. Have a good week. Yes, we'll be back next week. Maybe with Mandy, if yeah. she can be bothered. Yeah. Of course, Paulie Boy's on on Wednesday night. Indeed. Yeah, Lucky madness. Look forward to that. bothered to listen to that. Yes. Have a listen. It's rubbish. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Laters. Love you. Bye. <laughs>
my vest and now confess a love with less. I gave the most and took the loss for what I chose. I fought for you, you led me to a painful truth. Across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com.